planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Welcome to episode 348 of the Ever Black Podcast. Our guest on the show is Lindsay Schoolcraft from Cradle of Filth. And she'll be in the country this week to ring in the new year with three exclusive solo and DJ shows kicking off on Monday, December 31st in Incursion in Sydney. Then she's got a show Friday the 4th of January at Forge in Melbourne and then wrapping up on January 5th at Hornography in Perth. Tickets are on sale now. Go get them. We'll post the links up on the site and with the podcast. Uh, also, while I'm recording this, it's Christmas Eve here, and uh, you know, looking back on the last year, we've had such a such a great year. We've had so many awesome guests, and you know, we're extremely grateful for our listeners and supporters of, of what we do here. And uh, we we couldn't have done it without you guys or uh, our sponsors like Blacklight Art Design and RW Promotion. They just helped us out massively throughout this year with their uh, the printing and uh, the hats and the stickers and everything like that. It really, really helped us out. Thanks so much, guys. Uh, make sure you go check them out and uh, support them because they support the locals and uh, the music scene, they're awesome. And also shout out to Young Henrys, who uh, looked after us as well. Uh, I'm enjoying one of their cloudy apple ciders right now. It's uh, it's delicious. Thanks so much. Love what you guys do, and uh, you know that you support the scene as well. Um, it, it's it's uh, very very appreciated. You know, we're also looking forward to uh, a kick-ass screen 19, and we've we got heaps planned, so stay tuned to everblackmedia.com and our Facebook page, and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't. Uh, leave us a review. We, we definitely appreciate that. And, you know, we've got a few things that we're going to be announcing very, very soon, but until then, here is episode 348 with Lindsay Schoolcraft from Cradle of Filth. Enjoy, and Merry Christmas. Lindsay Schoolcraft, thank you so much for joining us on the Ever Black Podcast. How are you, my friend? I'm really good, thank you. How are you? I'm excellent. I'm excellent. You're about to head back down to Australia for a DJ and solo tour here next week, which yes. is uh, what a great way to ring in the new year. I mean, how did that idea come about to come and spend that with us? Um, well, it was actually um, through Incursion. Um, the They started booking these small tours with um, – DJing and they're like how would you feel about DJing and I'm like well I wouldn't be upset about it that's really cool I kind of just like <laughs> pretend to be a DJ and like make playlists on my Spotify <laughs> so um you know there's that and I listen to a lot of electronic music and uh you know and then he's like oh do you think there's anything else you could do like maybe do like a, an acoustic gig like acoustic set and I was like well yeah I mean I could bring my harp and we could do that and they they were just like all right let's do this let's make this happen so you know when I first got the offer I, I called my partner and was like are you okay with me being gone on New Year's and they're like what what's going on and I explained it and they were just like yeah do it that's amazing so yeah <laughs> that's not not bad not bad way to uh, spend New Year's though hey no I'm excited I have a lot of friends out down under <laughs> i'm yeah. in canada so i'm allowed to say that um, <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no i'm excited to see all of them again 
Absolutely. And of course, will we be getting a, a taste of your upcoming solo material while you're down here? Yes, I've been working on, today has been a little bit of a nightmare. I'm restringing my harp so it doesn't sound dull and I don't have any more strings break, fingers crossed. Um, you know, making blisters, I've been working, <laughs> blisters on my poor fingers, I've been, um, I've been working on the set and yeah, um, I'm definitely going to play some songs that are known of me and I'm also going to play two new songs for my upcoming solo album that is yet to be released, but it will be out next year. That's uh, Mata, right? Is that what it's called? Martyr, yes, that's that's the name of it. I don't know how you got that information, but hey, that's cool. I'm all right with that. I guess it's uh, it's leaked out through the record labels or something. <laughs> yeah. I've I, I did a bit of digging, did a little bit of digging. So wow. uh, yeah, but, wow, I mean, you know some uh, important people. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I just uh, I just googled. <laughs> Damn, maybe I said it somewhere else and I totally forgot. I have no idea. <laughs> But anyways, it's all good. <laughs> I hope I'm not spoiling something then. I hope I'm not like, you know, that No, guy. it's okay. You're just like the first media outlet <laughs> to like announce that it, that's the name of my album. But that's okay. Like, at least you don't know who my special guest musician is yet. If you knew that, then I'd be like, whoa, okay. Wow. You must have got a hold of my press kit. <laughs> well, there is. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> is it... I could take a guess. I could take a guess. Let me keep no, it no. a secret. Okay. All right. I won't <laughs> ruin that. But is it, do you have a release date? Not yet. No. Um, I send it out to a bunch of record labels in hopes that someone would want to help out. No one's gotten back to me. And, you know, I understand it's Christmas and it's the downtime in the industry. But if I don't hear anything in the new year, by the time I'm working on the music video, I'm just going to do it all myself. And I don't think that's mm. a problem. I think I can do it. Because before uh, you joined Cradle and you're doing these tours, you, you were pretty pretty active in the scene back in Canada, weren't you? So you know yeah. about DIY. Yeah, it's a, it's quite the interesting story with getting into Cradle. Um, you know, I like when I, I was telling a friend about this the other day and they're like, Jesus, like you've been doing this a while. I started when I was 15 and my first, mm. I had an all girl riot punk band. Like uh, we were not that great, but like, we we tried our best and at 18 I landed us a spot on the Warp Tour here in North America and wow. I learned a lot from that and then my second band didn't last too long but I did manage it then the notoriety of that band got me into this thing called Eve's Apple and then through this group of female singers and heavy metal that's how I got connected to Cradle of Filth so yeah I've been doing this a long time and I was a solo artist before I joined Cradle so I kind of have an idea how to do things I think <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. But uh, I'm sure someone is going to pick it up. You'll probably, I hope so. you, you'll Thank probably you. just straight after Christmas, you get a flood of all emails when everyone's oh, back to no. work. <laughs> oh, that'll be interesting. We'll see. It's, you never know, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, when it comes to obviously joining Cradle, I mean, how you probably answered that a million times, but how, how did that come about exactly? Well, it came through knowing a friend and they had asked her if she could join. But at that point in her life, she had a lot going on that she, she couldn't do it. Um, and she suggested me and a few other people and they contacted me and I, I sent in like, you know, a professional cover letter and, and mm. demo of me playing amphetamine. And it, it, it went from there. And it was interesting because I just wanted to be a solo artist at that point. But I was in university and I was really bored of it because it's a long story. Um, I didn't feel challenged enough, I guess is the best way to put it. And mm. uh, Cradle was a challenge. And then I'm on the flight to the first show. Our first show was in Mexico with me. Well, it was my first show in Mexico with them. And I'm on the flight and I'm like, 
oh crap i joined another band like <laughs> what have i done but it's just been a part of my life it's you know i've always been in bands or projects or being hired to sing or teach or um something that i've been doing like a lot lately is teaching vocals but also teaching like vocal preservation and health and management mm. and and studio like how to be a good studio performer so that's been something on the back burner <laughs> Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast about that sort of stuff? I've been thinking about it, you know, and it's strange. Um, I really have been trying to start a YouTube channel and mm. my life has just been so incredibly hectic, like unbelievably busy, um, especially with, uh, you know, with the, the demand of Cradle. Cradle is a big um, mm. commitment. So, you know, I've got my camera and I've got like a little space to film and everything, but I mean, it wouldn't be a bad idea to take the audio and put it on a podcast if people don't want to watch me on YouTube. So, I mean, I would like it because like, I've been told by a lot of people, I'm really good at interviewing. Um, and I mean, I did write for two webzines before I joined Cradle. I wrote for Femme Metal webzine and then I wrote for Sonic Cathedral. I have no idea if those two zines are active anymore, but I do enjoy interviewing and I have a lot of really interesting people in my life who I'd love to just travel around and do podcasts with. So you never know. It's a possibility in the future. We'll see. That would, <laughs> that would be really cool. That'd be really cool. Mm -hmm. Now, were you with Cradle in 2013? I was. That, that was right? my first year. That's right. Because my band yeah. opened for you guys in Brisbane on that tour. Which band was that? We were called Shifting the Paradigm. Okay. Yep. Yep. So probably don't remember but <laughs> I, I remember from that tour i remember nabla viscaris which we became good friends with and the amenta oh the and... amenta. yes yes mm -hmm. yes good friends of mine good, good yeah friends of good mine. guys but yeah yeah we we just did the brisbane show so we were just the open okay support. so gotcha. but, uh... well danny picked you you know danny picked all those bands to open on that tour yeah yeah so that was that yeah. was quite not <laughs> you know what i mean like when we got the awesome. news, that was that was pretty cool so it was quite a Quite an experience. Happy um, to hear that. <laughs> yeah. And of course, I mean, when it comes to jamming and writing with Cradle, and you're in Canada, how does that yes. work? Well, um, we kind of have a system set up where, uh, you know, we in when we did Hammer of the Witches, we didn't have much of a budget at all. Mm. Um, so we did over Dropbox and email, and that was tedious and messy but we made it work i'm very proud of hammer of the witches um used the same process for cryptoriana but we met for a week in bruno in the czech republic which is where martin and ashok are from in our band and we you know we got together and kind of like collaborated and sped up i think we like saved ourselves four weeks of work at home by just going and bringing all of our demo files and ideas and just sitting and, and listening and, and reconstructing mm. and jamming. So there's that now um, with this next album that we're going to start shortly. Um, I think it's going to be a lot along the same lines, but there is talks of meeting up again somewhere. So, you know, who knows, but it is, it, we're in four different countries, um, but we're all very close. We're all very good friends. We text each other daily. It's usually a lot of just memes and jokes, but you know, we're always <laughs> in touch with one another talking about life and our favorite artists. Um, so that's cool. You know, at least like someone in the band at least has like one of my favorite bands is one of their favorite bands. So we just kind of shuffle our conversations, but it's really nice to have that chemistry. I mean, this lineup has lasted almost five years. We've done two consecutive albums together. 
that says something for Cradle of Filth, I think. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. It's it's a it's a solid lineup, you know. It's, Cheers. It really is. <laughs> yeah. I, do you guys have the uh, the Facebook group? You know, like the the secret yeah, Facebook group where you we all do. Just... <laughs> yeah, we have it with our web girl Laura or our web person. I don't want to call her web girl. That doesn't sound right. But she's our our social media person. And then Danny's not on Facebook, so it's just the rest of us. And it's really funny. Some of the stuff we post in there. It's just hilarious. And we're all on WhatsApp together. So there's that too. Oh, it's good times. It's good times. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, of course, another thing was uh, I saw a video of you jamming with Moonspell on Scorpion yes. Flare Live. Oh, man. Like, Moonspell are like one of my favorite bands. And I wish they'd so do it. so good. How had that come about? Friends of yours or? Well, it turns out that Moonspell is the band that we've toured with the most. Um, ever, I think it was like the sixth or seventh time when mm. we re- we toured with them this year. Danny and Fernando go way back. Um, they're lovely people, and I know they're trying to get to your part of the world. And you know, I asked them, "Hey, if you need a singer for Scorpion Flower, like give me a shout." And they were apparently already rehearsing it. And I found it like two days before the tour that they were going to have me up for selected dates. And I'm like, oh, well, it's a good thing I can sing this thing in my sleep because (laughs) (laughs) at that point I had to like get the cradle set prepared. But um, yeah, fantastic bunch of guys. Love them to bits. Um, We keep in touch. I write Fernando anytime I can or just reply to his hilarious tweets on Twitter. Um, But it's nice to have that relationship with another band. I mean, it's just nice to be around cool people who get it and you can relate to and just talk about stuff with. And that voice. Oh, yes, his baritone or bass, oh, I think. Sexy bass. I can't bass. do it. <laughs> Neither can I. I try and go I, really low. I wish I, like, and that's the thing. I have some students. I actually have a vocal student from the band Astroth Incarnate. Um, his name's Sergio. He's the guitarist. And he has the same vocal range as Fernando. Wow. And I'm, like, teaching him a Moonspell song right now. And it's just, like, learning the male voice for me has been a whole new experience and how to teach it. So, <laughs> yeah, Fernando's definitely a very unique voice. It's nice to have someone like that in metal. He's very much along the lines of, like, um, Peter Steele, rest his, rest his soul. So Yes, 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 absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, I mean, if you could work with anyone, though, you know, you've worked with so many people. I mean, is there someone on your list, your bucket list? Oh, yeah. Like, I have a big bucket list. Um, surprisingly, one of them happened this year, and it's not, it's re- metal related, but it's not really a metal band. You're going to find out in the new year. It's just brilliant, and I'm so grateful and happy. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, you know, Shagrath, if you're listening to this, like, call me. I would love to sing with Dima Borgir. Um, <laughs> I've always wanted to do something with Camelot, even if I just, like, it lined up and I could fill in for a tour. I know their songs like the back of my hand. Um, but Lauren Hart from Once Human is out there with them right now. She's doing an incredible job. She's, like, one of the best screamers I've ever heard. Um, so, you know, there's that. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anyone else, you know. And then I have some weird ones, like Marilyn Manson, Motionless and White, uh, Chevelle, Jonathan Davis is like the ultimate dream duet for me. Maybe one day Jonathan Davis would be like, hey, I like Lindsay Schoolcraft, let's do a song together, and then I can just die like super happy. I mean, I can already die super happy with who I've written my album with, and they're on board for the next album, so I'm grateful for that, but you know, it's good to just keep dreaming and going and, and hoping that these other artists will connect with you and you can create really cool music and art together. That's what it's all about. <laughs> That's right. That's what it, what it is all about, you know. Yeah. And uh, you know, keep pushing it. Hey, man, you never know. You might get you that never call know from from Jonathan Davis. You know, oh, the year, so, you know, hey, it. you know. 
It might be from, you know, that the movie, uh, is it Rockstar with uh, it's like loosely based around um, Judas Priest. Yeah, Steel yeah, Dragon. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he like yeah. he doesn't believe it's him and he like hangs up because he thinks it's a prank <laughs> call. I could see it being that scenario. <laughs> you never know. Never know, mate. It's yeah. it, just don't hang up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I won't. Well, that's the thing. I'm um, actually funny story. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the movie Repo the Genetic Opera, but the man who wrote it and uh starred in it as the grave robber he Mm -hmm. he goes and emails me on april 1st to contact me about working with american murder song i didn't believe the email was real i thought it was the bassist of my old band playing a prank on me (laughs) and i actually had to be like are you sure this isn't so and so and this is like an, a really mean sick april fools joke so and it wasn't though it was actually karen zudnick so (laughs) wow that's that's insane yeah it was it was an honor it was an honor it was like one of my idols absolute honor (laughs) that's unreal Uh, so uh what's your plans for 2019 well yeah i gotta get my album out um the artwork is done for the album it's really beautiful i love who uh offered to do it fantastic i'm gonna work get the music video done um definitely write for cradle uh gonna write some piano and harp and see if it sticks gonna help with the female vocal lines as best as I can um you know and we we have a lot of touring coming up uh Cruelty and the Beast re-release um some sets we're gonna be doing uh Cruelty and the Beast in its entirety I'm allowed to talk about that now because there's been posts about it um yeah it's gonna be a big year we also are with um I'm with new management myself um Noel Peters of Inertia Entertainment he is my manager for my solo he's a fantastic dude he's been helping me out I appreciate him so much. And then Cradle Filth has new management called Oracle Management, which is run by Des from Devil Des. Driver. And, yes, and his wife, Anna. And they've been such an incredible um, fuel to our passion, like positive influence on us. And uh, I think next year, like there's going to be a lot of surprises. People are going to be shocked. Like, like we're not changing our direction or anything. We're always going to be like the dark, weird vampires with, you know, gothic romance and and our punky riffs like that's not going to change but there's going to be some big changes in bringing back the cradle that everyone fell in love with is probably the best way to describe it glad i was sitting down for that that's, yeah uh, that's, <laughs> i think that's what everyone that's wants to hear <laughs> no that's uh that's quite an amazing draw <laughs> hey you know like uh I'm feeling a little dizzy that's amazing well, well yeah take take a breather if you need to <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, the tour kicks off for you, though, um, yes. on December 31st at Incursion in Sydney before you head to Forge Live Metal Nightclub on January 4 in Melbourne, and then yes. you wrap things up on January 5th at Hornography in Perth. Uh, yes. Tickets are on sale now. That's it's going to be an amazing year kicking off with Down Under, mate. Awesome. Yeah, I'm so happy about that. I am. I was there in May this year, and I was talking with Zen from Neville Viscaris. He's one of my best friends. And I said, man, I don't know when I'm going to see you again. I don't know when I'm going to be back in Australia. And then this happened. <laughs> so <laughs> you get to put up with me in two weeks. <laughs> Fire up the barbie. Get out the beers. Yeah. Yeah. Summer Eat in some tofu and some hummus, you know. Oh, yes, because you're, you're a vegeta- vegan? Vegetarian? Yeah, right? vegan, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, sorry. Sorry. Well, yeah, yeah, All I mean, good. You could cook that on a barbecue, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, barbecue yeah. tofu is fantastic. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> I'll have to try it. I'll have to try it. Well, yeah, you never know. So, 
thanks so much again for taking the time to chat with us. And uh, we will, of course, see you uh, next week. And until then, I hope you have a great Christmas and, uh, and holidays. You as well. Thanks for this chat. This was awesome. I really appreciate you calling. And yeah, have a, have a great Christmas and a happy new year and all that good stuff. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 